Yes, the foundation is premised on the story of the house, which was established in 1965, purely to raise a family. But because of the links of the owners of the house, that is Uptongo and Umakomo Masilela, uh, to Soweto, they left Soweto in 1965, and when the 1976 uprisings broke out, every family that was sending their child out of the country sent them to Swaziland and said, Mdonam, hambio Swazi, they will know what to do. Now, the interesting thing is that when the Masilelas left South Africa for, for Swaziland, it was a protest against Bantu education. They were not necessarily political. But because they found themselves at the crossroads, what the house now is, is seen as one of the major contributors to South Africa's liberation. It's interestingly or uniquely paralleled with Lily's Leaf Farm. But the key difference between number 43 and Lily's Leaf is that Lily's Leaf almost ended up in the biggest disaster of the liberation process. Whilst number 43 existed for over 40 years, uh, housing or managing about 80% of the activities of Mkonto Wesizwe, but it was never touched. And one of the reasons for that um, when and a police officer that was working with Eugene de Kock was asked why. He said it was never touched because it housed people that work with them. That means the house literally um, housed simultaneously liberation fighters and people who had crossed the floor. So enemies were basically living under the same room. So, um, Elias, who owned the house? The house is owned by the Masilela family. Solomon Tong Masilela, who is uh, a builder, still alive, um, originating from Middleburg, ended up in the Second World War. After the war, he trained as a bricklayer, and his first assignment was to set up timber location in Hammanskral, northern north of Pretoria. When that ended, he moved to Soweto. And most of the houses that you see standing in Soweto today were built from his hands. Oh, wow. Would love to speak to him at some stage. But but, but how does he say, and, and I know you've spoken about it, uh, you know, touched on it at least, but obviously, as you said, the house um, was not built to uh, be, um, uh, you know, a house to house asylum seekers, political asylum seekers. How did the first incident happen? It, it was quite ironic. Um, when, when, when the first flood came, we had just learned about the Soweto uprisings in the news. And a few days later, there was a horde of students just showed up at the door. And they said, And who are you? And they explained themselves. And, you know, the, the old people had no choice but to keep them in the house. So at any point in time, you would find 30 to 40 people living in the house. And this happened for a very long extended period of time. Um, and incidentally, uh, the PAC was actually 
leading in terms of recruitment of students to go uh, further into, 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 uh, into exile. They then established their own reception house just behind number 43. And a year later, the ANC under John Nkadimeng set up a similar reception for the ANC one block away from number 43. So there was a, tri- a, a triangular relationship. When the students arrived at number 43, they were asked one question, PAC or ANC? When they said PAC, go to the back. When they said ANC, across the road. So it, it became a relationship of that sort until King Sobuza um, passed on in 1982. And when he passed on and the ANC and PAC were banned, so that means those two houses that, forced, that formed the triangle had to shut down. It left number 43 as the only reception center uh, up until uh, liberation. Most of the houses in Swaziland that housed um, exiles were predominantly underground. Number 43 was the only house that was above ground. And who are some of the leaders that spent time at the house? Very interesting. Um, The bulk of those who didn't spend time are those who never left the country and those that didn't use Swaziland and Mozambique as a route. All those who use Swaziland and Mozambique as a, as a route were in that house. The current president has used the house. When he was operating in Swaziland together with the former president, Tabumbegi, they actually used the house quite extensively. But they set up their own um, establishment not far away from number 43 at a place called Fairview. And their house was called Come Again. Other people who actually have used the house is the current SANDF uh, general, uh, General Shoke, the previous SANDF general, Spiwe Kepuza Nyanda, and a host of other people have used the house. Anybody who's gone through Mozambique will have a direct or indirect relationship with the house. Elias, I'll tell you, what a fascinating, um, you know, history of this house number 43, uh, Trelawney Park in Swaziland. And I, I really would love to host uh, you and your grandfather, perhaps, just to talk more about uh, this history and also, you know, what, what, what uh, uh, you were telling us about the houses in Soweto as well. But thank you so much for sharing this with us this morning.